What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space, CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Together, we will navigate the challenges and opportunities of one of the most profitable industries on earth. Join us each episode to hear our weekly roundtables and interviews with industry professionals. Now, let's delve into some blunt business with your host. And thank you one and all for joining us for another edition of Blunt Business here on CannabisRadio.com. So glad to have you with us. My next guest is president of the largest hemp, CBD, and cannabis testing facility in the eastern United States. It is one of the largest and top-ranking laboratories for precision testing of hemp, CBD, and cannabis in the U.S. with customers now. In 44 states throughout the country, I'm here with the CEO and president of ACS Laboratory, Roger Brown. Roger, thanks for being with us. Thank you. Uh, it's my pleasure to be here. It really is. Hey, and my pleasure as well. Of, you know, you made it to the big show. I love talking about this subject. <laughs> I love talking about this subject. Excellent. We're going to jump right in. Now, one of the recent bits of news that have happened with ACS Laboratory is the recent acquisition of Botanica Testing. It's a certified hemp and CBD testing laboratory. Thus, it expands your position as the largest and most trusted cannabis and hemp laboratory in the USA. And that's trademarked. Talk to me about the expansion and how you look to leverage this coast-to-coast reach now. Well, um, we had been talking with uh, Botanica for quite some time. And uh, they were a pretty trusted laboratory, and they were doing very high-quality testing. So I started communicating with Adam, the owner of uh, Botanica, and we became friendly with each other. And then when COVID hit, there was a big um, there was a big downturn in the marketplace for the hemp uh, business because people weren't going out, because people weren't going to stores, they weren't shopping, and so forth, and. Uh, you know, some of his business uh, got a little bit difficult. So we just said, you know, why don't you just sell me the business and I'll take it over and I'll take care of your clients. And he was excited about the fact for us to combine our companies because we're very concerned about quality and the care of our customers and customer service. So he was really happy to find a home for his clients. Now, just give me a little bit of a 
uh, just a little bit of background. How big was the company? What is it that you're acquiring with Botanic in terms of as it compares to what you already had uh, in terms of uh, how many states you covered and the, the kind of facilities, just the, the size of the company in general? Well, we cover, ACS Laboratory covers 44 different states uh, for hemp testing, and we do 70% of all the marijuana testing in the state of Florida. Right. So we have a pretty significant swath of uh, business. And the Botanica acquisition added about 500 hemp clients onto our uh, repertoire of hemp business. And hemp was pretty significant for us in all different states. Uh, all the way as far as the state of Washington, Oregon, California, Colorado, Utah, uh, Nevada, just even on the west coast of the United States. And Botanica had a bunch of clients out there as well. So it was a very good overlay, and it allowed us to really expand our hemp business significantly. And as for that, because of the fact you're at 70% coverage of the state of Florida when it comes to uh, medical marijuana, there's also another announcement that was recently made that the Florida Department of Health, Office of Medical Marijuana Use, the OMMU, they have certified ACS now to test products for medical dispensaries in the state. And the certification, for those to note, after comes after the Florida Department of Health adopted an emergency rule requiring dispensaries to only use a certified lab for product testing. And dispensaries in Florida have until December 24, 2020, to sell products before June 24th, 2021. Yeah, see the story you actually got it. That is correct. So it's a six-month advance, correct? For any products that were tested prior to the award of the first license, which were, there were two licenses that were awarded simultaneously, and we were one of them. Once they awarded the license, then all the growers in the state of Florida, the marijuana growers, had six months left to be able to uh, sell their inventory off that was tested prior to that. Okay, so uh, there's a six-month post- product date they must go ahead and – so, again, just to clarify, so it's December 24, 2020, selling products that have been tested before June 24th of this year. So that – okay. That's correct. Wonderful. Now, the Florida rules mandate that labs are ISO accredited and qualified to accurately test for contaminants, moisture content, and cannabinoid potency. So tell me again now what this kind of impact will have on what you could do in the Florida medical market, uh, how having the certification and working with these companies to go ahead and make sure that, you know, will they have certification for more products to keep the supply, supply chain strong? Well, we are ISO 17025 certified, but that's not only certification that we have. Okay. Uh, we are ACA certified. We're a clinical laboratory. We're CLIA uh, certified and licensed. We're DEA registered uh, as a DEA facility. So we have a tremendous amount of certifications. And uh, what this new issuance of the licenses means, and it's about a year late, so we were waiting uh, for about a year for this actually to happen because by statute it had to happen by June of 2019 or July of 2019. So now it's happened. So growers, uh, all the growers, licensed growers, marijuana growers in the state of Florida now are required to test with a certified uh, marijuana testing laboratory, a CMTL. Uh, and there's only a, a couple that have been approved. 
and uh, we are the largest one. Fantastic. I got a lot more questions. We're going to go and take an early break, and I have a bunch of questions to ask you uh, when it comes to certain issues you're doing right now where you're working on developing a vitamin E acetate test. Also talking about some of the issues when it comes to hemp in the state of Florida and some of the things that are going on in terms of uh, contamination that we're hearing about as well. We're going to come back with CEO and president of ACS Laboratory, Roger Brown, here on Blunt Business. We'll be back with more with him in just a moment. Meantime, also take a look at the website. You can take a look at what they're doing over in Sun City Center, other side of the coast from where I'm at here in South Florida. Uh, that's acslabcannabis.com. That's where you can find out more about them. Back in just a moment. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. We're back with Roger Brown, CEO and president of ACS Laboratory here in Blunt Business. Now, Warren Bobro, obviously, he's the guy you talk to when it comes to Q&As with all the major players in the cannabis industry. You have gotten that privilege. And in the story, there was this written from Warren Bobro at Forbes. Quote, ACS is leading the cannabis testing industry through innovation. It was one of the first laboratories to develop a vitamin E acetate test after news about vape-related illnesses broke. You told ACS is committed to research and development, meaning we're constantly developing new tests for researchers and manufacturers to learn more about the plant. You also said we are also extremely concerned about patient and consumer safety, so we quickly developed tests that go beyond compliance to ensure the product is free of harmful toxins. And a few examples include the vitamin E test that you do for vapes, as well as the analysis for you doing for carcinogenic PAHs, the herbicides found in Monsanto's Roundup Fertilizer, and the state of Florida does not mandate these tests, but you're offering them so the clients can be sure they're delivering a clean product. So wrap, help me wrap my head around this testing and the importance, obviously, in the agricultural sector. I mean, just expanding further what you're really learning about this. Well, when the vitamin E acetate uh, issue came up, uh, we were very, very quick. We actually uh, developed a test for it within uh, a couple of days and uh, worked uh, through the night to be able to get a test done pretty quickly. And then right away, a lot of our clients just started ordering the tests. And even the clients that didn't have vitamin E acetate in their product were ordering the tests because people were so fearful of it that uh, they wanted to prove that they didn't have it uh, in, their pro- in their products. So we developed a test actually very, very quickly. And then we went a little further and we started testing for PAHs and also for additional pesticides uh, that, were, that are problematic, uh, found like diquat, glyphosate, uh, paraquat. Uh, those are additional pesticides that we test for. And then we, we, we developed a test for polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons or PAHs. And those are those are uh, carcinogenic 
hydrocarbons that are found uh, in extracted products based on how you extracted it and the type of extraction. So not all extraction is created equal. Not all uh, products are created equal. And it's it all evolves from a natural plant. But once it has the human intervention in it, uh, you know, and you want to make sure that it's clean and safe for public consumption. And that's what we deliver. We deliver the ability to say that this product is clean and safe for public consumption. Going back to September 2019, MGBS Daily actually talked a lot about this because we were dealing at that time a lot of issues with <clears throat> a lot of recent illnesses and deaths that health authorities were seeing were related to marijuana and tobacco vaping devices. And uh, the fact that they were saying that as many as 450 people at that time had become ill and some were dying. Well, now we know that the Juul vape pen by this at this point now, which was one of the major e-vape pens in the market for tobacco, has been removed. It's no longer there. I don't know about some of the other vape pens that are in the market. So to the tobacco side, we're seeing less of that. And as for vape pens, I guess, in the cannabis market, my question is, with some of the changes that have happened with what's being made available in dispensaries and in stores, you know, are we seeing that the we're seeing a turnaround now in the amount of the amount of red flags that we're getting from this issue where the vitamin E acetate test that you've done and other companies have done has actually paid off? It's it's turned things around. I think the vitamin I think the vitamin E acetate tests have really changed the components that um, manufacturers are putting in their products. But there's but there's many other components that cause um, contaminants as well. I mean, if you have inexpensive, cheap glass that you're using in your vape cartridge, then you have leaching of heavy metals from the glass into the product. Uh, so what it really comes down to is, and I say this all the time, is that it's all going to, everything's going to come down to trusted brands in the future. You know, do you trust the brand that's putting the product in a quality glass for a vape cartridge? Do you trust the brand that's making the flour or the hemp or the CBD or the edible or whatever it is that you're buying? It's about trusting the brand. And that's what it's really going to come down to um, in the marketplace. So, and I, I give an example all the time is if you go to the grocery store, <clears throat> excuse me, if you go to a grocery store and you go down the aisle and you pick up a can of Campbell's soup, this is my great example I give all the time. People don't look at the can of Campbell's soup and say, hey, I don't believe that this has this much sodium or this much carbohydrates in it. Uh, but when they buy a marijuana product or a hemp product, because the consumer is such an educated consumer, they don't believe it. They want to see it. So transparency is going to be a key going forward, being transparent with the consumer so that they would actually trust your brand. That's going to be a big thing going forward. Now, one of the things that really comes from what we've been dealing with right now as we are dealing with the coronavirus pandemic, it's we're on, uh, most for the most part, we're on the way out and trying to get their businesses back reopening. I know the canvas uh, and hemp markets are working their way back up as well. Uh, one of the things that really concerned me too much, a lot of, was the fact that, you know, a lot of those, those products that were put in order to go and create the vape pens, they were from China. And the fact of the matter is that we're getting a lot of companies right now that are, they've made billionaires in China because of the vaping industry where you have the likes that um, S'more, um, you know, they're, they're now valued at $178 billion uh, from, or $23 billion U.S. And they're supplying the likes of American Tobacco, British American Tobacco, Reynolds, J. 
Japan Tobacco, and so many others, and making up to $300 million a year in sales. But the fact of the matter is, some of these products, I would factor there might be some fault in it or some of the issues in the manufacturing of those products. Would the, the fact that now this pandemic and what's being caused right now with ter- in terms of trade and exporting from China, would that would, would manufacturing in the U.S. probably even create further change for the better? It, it could be for the better uh, or not. It, it really is all about the components. It's it, it just all about the components. I mean, if you take glass as an example, is American glass better than Chinese glass? I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Uh, but a, a reasonably prudent manufacturer tests their products and to make sure that the glass is the safe glass. I don't care what country the glass is made in. I don't care where it's from. It could be poor quality or it could be good quality. So a manufacturer that's testing the cartridges, that's testing the uh, ignition coils, that's testing the plastic that's going in your mouth or the metal that's going in your mouth. I mean, you're talking about, um, I'm talking about smoke that goes directly into your lungs, straight into your, um, you know, into your mucous membrane and straight into your bloodstream. So it's, it's quite um, dangerous if it's not a safe product. So whether it's the glass or the heating membrane or the actual oil itself or the flour or whatever the product is that you're uh, selling, you got to make sure that it's safe from all the components. It's not just the product that's in the jar or in it could be just the jar itself that could be a problem. And I want to see if there's an actual change of manufacturing where there are more companies that will actually look to go ahead and manufacture the components here in the States. I don't know if, you know, and again, you said it is uh, quality control, but you know, it's just a matter of once you get that supply in and you're going to be using that supply, so those glasses what or the, the plastic, whatever the components to build those pens together. I just think that's something that people should be cognizant of anyway, because with a, the kind of political, you know, friction that we have right now, it's going to affect business in some way or another. One other thing that's going on, not just on the components of the, uh, of the pens, is in the actual hemp itself. FloridaPolitics.com recently wrote that some retail hemp CBD products in Florida, and I could imagine with all the places you could buy CBD products and questioning the quality of the, of the products, they're showing signs of lead contamination that exceed regulations and the sources likely on the retail side. So Holly Bell, Director of Cannabis for Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services. We got a chance to meet with her at our USCC Expo event last August. Thought she pretty much had her finger on the pulse of what was going on in the industry. I think she's been pretty, I, I would like to think she's been very effective with really helping out in the state of Florida and implementing the hemp uh, the, the hemp bill in the state of Florida and for the medical mono, marijuana market for Florida. She said, quote, where we're finding it, is in random samples that have been bottled that we pull from retail locations in the state of Florida. And she reported the issue during a state hemp advisory committee for the Florida Department of Agriculture. The concerns included over-the-counter, non-prescription hemp products such as CBD oil, powders, and edibles. Quote, many products we have tested off the shelf have very high concentrations of lead in them. When I say high concentrations, I mean they're at a toxic waste level of concentration. That's scary. Bell uh, said that. Now, I want to know about what you think about when you overlook the situation in our backyard 
And does that hurt the strenuous of efforts that ACS is making? No, it doesn't hurt our efforts. It actually helps our efforts okay. uh, because those heavy metals that are heavy metals is uh, four different types of heavy metals and the heavy metals can get into the product from a variety of different places. It can come right out of the soil. Uh, hemp and marijuana are net accumulators. Nobody in the state of Florida grows any marijuana in soil. They're all growing it in non-soil. But hemp is grown in the field, and hemp is a net accumulator, so it sucks all the bad stuff out of the soil. So growing it and timing it and uh, predict, predicting the timing is very important. You know, we're in touch with the Florida Department of Agriculture all the time, and we've been designated – We're We've been made a designated laboratory in the state of Florida, which means we've now been licensed by the Florida Department of Agriculture to go out and actually clip samples in the field of the farmers to be able to do testing for compliance. And uh, the Florida Department of Agriculture, in their infinite wisdom, has been pulling samples off the shelf, retail products off the shelf taking it to their own laboratory. They have their own laboratory up in Tallahassee and testing those products to see if they meet with the requirements of the hemp rules uh, that were imposed January 1st of 2020. And if they don't meet with the hemp rules, they're putting a stop sale order on those products. So if they don't meet with those hemp rules, meaning that they have contaminants or if their labels are off by more than 10% of what it is that they say is in the product. Now, I would tell you that we test products from, again, from 44 different states. We test a lot of hemp products. There's a lot of people that formulate products that say, hey, my product has this much CBD in it, yeah. but it really doesn't. And, or, and it doesn't have that information. So, you know, putting it on the label the Florida Department of Agriculture is being very strict with it. And I think it's good for the consumer to know that if you're going to buy something that has 500 milligrams of CBD, that it actually has 500 milligrams of CBD in it or plus or minus, you know, a 10%. So maybe it has 550, maybe it has 450, but at least close to what it says it has. Not that it has 500 milligrams. It says The label says it has 500 milligrams and it really has 200. But now what I, what I want to target good. about this is now on the retail side, which they, they specifically mentioned, because of the fact that you're doing the right job. You're doing it from, you know, getting it to the dispensary. So everything's being checked, you know, everything's being quality controlled all the way up to the counter. But then it's a matter of what is being done to tamper those products or what are these people that are manufacturing the products after that product is brought up to them, they start putting it together. What are they adding to it? What are they doing that's different? That's where my concern would be is uh, what can be done to, I mean, um, that's why I meant if it might be hurting at all, because then there's nothing that can be controlled after it gets to the store. Well, I, well, before it gets to the store is what's important. I mean, if it's tampered when it's in the store, I mean, that's, that's illegal in itself, but you can't tamper with the products. But prior to it getting to the store, I mean, we do something called shelf life and stability testing. So we have chambers that we take these products and we put them in the chambers and we accelerate their aging with temperature and humidity based Mm. upon uh, specific uh, formulas that have been used for areolas formulas. I forgot the name of the, the, I think that's the name of the formula, but it's a special formula that's been used for, you know, hundreds of years and you can actually age the product. And then we test it 
to see how it aged. So you could see if it, if it leached heavy metals from the glass. Yep. Did the potency levels go down? Uh, did the color change? Did the odor change? Did, there's, did the pH change? So there's many different ways to be able to test the product. And our shelf life and stability chambers are full of product from people from all over the country that want to have, want to be able to test it for six months shelf life, 12 months, 24 months, 36 months uh, shelf life so that they can test their product and make sure that it's going to be good for the consumer on the shelf. So before it gets to the shelf, you have to make sure that it's a quality product. Now, with knowing if it's a quality product or not, I mean, do you do you feel any concern at all about the fact that once we're seeing some shelves that have CBD products and you, it might be questioning the store that's actually housing it because if it's a gas station or a bodega or if it's a like a, a wellness shop and they're not necessarily a dispensary. I mean, is there anything that's be done, I guess, in terms of making sure that product gets to the right people and that the right stores are carrying it because there might be some stores that should not be carrying it? Well, there's a lot of third party sources that review products. And I think that reviewing products is, is good. I mean, I, I, when I go to a new restaurant, I like to read the reviews of a new restaurant. Uh, so third-party entities do review products. So just because something has the prettiest label or the nicest label doesn't mean it's the best quality product. I mean, when I, I go into a store and I see two different things and I see, see which one has the nicer label and I, I buy the one with the nicer label, it doesn't mean that it, that's the best product. Uh, but now I review things. But after seeing the, the backside uh, of CBD products and marijuana products and seeing the good and the bad, um, I think it's uh, very important to be able to buy quality brands that you can depend on, uh, no matter what the brand is, brands that you can depend on that they're making good quality products. Not the cheapest product, not the most expensive product, not the best, fanciest labeled product, but product that you know that has been reviewed by somebody who's looked at and you know that it's a safe product i like that and it's just for me i just would love to know that um you know for everybody out there just to that it's dependent upon i mean there's just so many companies that are selling cbd products I just remember last year or just there's a you know a couple of a couple of events that just have cbd companies there's such a saturated market i've said this over and over in this program and the one thing is I'm pretty sure everybody that is just doing the pretty labels and might not be doing their the, the best forward thinking to make sure the best product's being put out to the customer, they're getting themselves weeded out. And obviously, third-party reviews are very important for that. And that's what I want to make sure of is that when I see the effort that ACS is doing and what your team's doing is that it's making it all the way to the shelf and that those customers know they're going to get something that's well, it's certified, and it's gone through a lot of testing that you guys are doing a wonderful job of. So I really appreciate all that you're doing there at ACS. Again, I'm with Roger Brown, CEO and President of ACS Laboratory. Uh, we're going to be back with final questions with Roger in just a moment. Stay with us. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. 
Smart Pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, Smart Pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart Pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million Smart Pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for Smart Pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. I hope you didn't forget about us because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Back with final questions with Roger Brown, CEO and president of ACS Laboratory here on Blunt Business. Again, the website, if you want to take a look at what they're doing, is ACSLabCannabis.com. Now, one more thing I want to get from the Warren Bobro article from Forbes that you were featured in. Uh, You said this, quote, we are... The only third-party cannabis laboratory I know who truly believes science is not our commodity. Instead, we believe science is ours to share with the industry and with our clients to promote consistency, reliability, and confidence. And that's why we launched a how-to training program this year. This initiative allows us to share the secret to our sauce, including our systems, procedures, and technologies so clients can conduct R&D potency tests at their own facilities. So tell me about the training that you're offering, the overall services, so our listeners can learn more about it as we go and close things out. Well, we're a strong proponent of testing on site. Uh, and I think that if you do a simple HPLC uh, UV test on site, you'll know what your potency is so you know what your expected result is, and you can send it into our laboratory and you'll be able to match the numbers. So the way in which we do that is with our larger customers uh, that have high volume is we share our technology with them. We give them our method. We give them our uh, protocol, our SOPs, our procedures, uh, and they perform the testing in the exact same way that we do it in the laboratory. We even make sure that they use the same column and the same mobile phases and same ingredients and so forth. So instead of having a plus or minus differential of 5%, we're able to narrow that down to about a plus or minus of 2%. And by sharing that technology, not everything is a secret. Science is meant to be shared. And from a, from a potency standpoint, it's important that that be shared and that um, that other manufacturers, larger manufacturers, smaller manufacturers aren't going to do it, but larger manufacturers do their testing in-house so they know what the expected result is going to be when they send it to our lab. Fantastic. So again, ACSLabCannabis.com. Roger, thanks so much for being with us. I really do appreciate it. And also, uh, I want to just tell our listeners real quickly, Besides the website, are there any social media uh, handles that we can also follow so we can also follow along with news and events that are coming up with you and your team going forward? We have uh, several different social media uh, venues. They're all linked on from our website. And uh, any of our uh, new articles and so forth, I post on my LinkedIn as well. So we try and get the word out as much as possible to everybody. You know. Just, just to make a point, you know, we're not, we're not just a small laboratory. You know, I have 128 employees wow. in my laboratory, so we're pretty significant size of uh, of laboratory. 
and we're based just south of Tampa in Florida. Yeah, Sun City is a nice part of town. You know, uh, definitely know that part. Well, Jeffrey, you by, by there on 75 many times, I'll tell you. Go watch a Buccaneers game myself. But uh, uh, anyway, I appreciate you taking time. And also, just as a native, uh, also as a Floridian myself, it is unfortunate we're not going to get the uh, chance to try to get legalization for uh, adult use on the ballot this year. And unfortunately, there's a lot of underlying factors as to why that's not happening. But Maybe one of these days we can also include that so we can even include even more testing for you to go and put out there for the folks. Uh, Roger, thanks so much for being with us here on Blunt Business. Really do appreciate you taking time out for us. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me. Uh, my pleasure. Again, Roger Brown, president and CEO of ACS Laboratory. Website is acslabcannabis.com. Uh, thank you, Roger, again for joining us. And thank you, listeners, for joining us as well for another edition of Blunt Business here on CannabisRadio.com where you find the show each and every week. And remember, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and so many others. You can't miss us. Come back for another episode next week. We'll talk to you next time. expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.